Hi there, and welcome to Conversations with Father Greg. In today's episode, we have a homily for Sunday, July 9th, 2023. And in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how sometimes our habits or appetites can get out of hand. But first off, let's listen to a reading from Paul's letter to the Romans. Paul writes, I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing that I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good, but in fact, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it, for I do not do the good that I want, but the evil that I do not want is what I do. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with my mind I am a slave to the law of God, but with my flesh I am a slave to the law of sin. The Word of the Lord. Dear God, may only your truth be spoken, and only your truth be heard. Amen. Well, hi there, everyone. I have to make a confession to you today. I'm a quitter. In fact, I've been a quitter for over two decades, and there are times that I still think about going back. Even as I prepared for today, I could still remember what it felt like before I was a quitter. In case you're wondering, I'm talking about quitting my two-pack-a-day cigarette habit. I grew up in a house where smoking was the norm. From my earliest memories, people that I loved continued to smoke while telling me that it was a bad and unhealthy habit. I began smoking despite the advice of others because I was curious and it didn't really seem that bad. It quickly became a pretty expensive habit and, over time, I began to see its effects on my health. I remember knowing that it wasn't great for my body, but also feeling that I enjoyed it somehow. These two contradictory pieces of information were able to coexist in my mind somehow. My decision to stop was not the result of some huge moral epiphany, but simply the gradual realization that it was the right thing for me to do. Knowing that it was the right thing to do didn't mean that it was the easy thing to do, mind you. I had been in the habit of stepping out for a smoke break at work, and at that time, smoking was still a very socially acceptable thing to do in my friend group. Deciding to quit wasn't like flicking a light switch. In the beginning, it was a conscious decision that I had to make every single day. That's not the case as much anymore, but there are still times that I think about lighting up, and it's been over 20 years. That feeling may never go away. I got thinking about my old habit when I read our epistle reading for today. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Christians in Rome, saying, I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, 
but I do the very thing that I hate. Paul's language reminded me of how I felt once I had decided to kick the habit. I don't think many people choose to become addicted to anything, but rather it's something that creeps up on a person over time. Something that may have started off innocently enough soon grows into a craving that we become obsessed with satiating. What started out as a voluntary action has now become compulsive and controls at least part of a person's life. Paul goes on to describe an internal conflict between the genuine desire to do what is right on one hand and the temptation to engage in behavior that we know we should not do on the other hand. Sometimes we actively choose to say or to do things that we know that we should not do. At other times, we opt out of doing those things that we know are right. If we're honest, I think that each of us relate to this predicament in one way or another. We may not have an addiction to nicotine or some other substance. It might be something else that seems far more harmless, like some kind of bad habit or behavior. What if we come at this from a different angle for just a moment? If you've ever been lied about, gossiped about, or otherwise been mistreated by someone else's words, it probably didn't feel very harmless at all. Although you may not consider them to be addictions, most of us have bad habits that have been with us a long time and seem almost impossible to break. The ongoing struggle is a part of the human condition, and it's something that each of us have to face regularly. In last week's homily, I suggested that as people, we are each a work in progress, hopefully getting a little bit better every day. I genuinely believe that that is true. Most of us are making an effort to be better people every day. Today's reading from Paul's letter to the Romans reminds us that it is, in fact, a struggle, and that none of us are perfect. As hard as we try, nobody is perfect. There are definitely some times that we do get it right, but we cannot ignore the fact that there are also times that we don't. But don't give up hope. There's good news here. We have not been left to our own devices. We are not locked in an endless cycle of struggling to improve our own behaviors and attitudes. Paul goes on to write, I've tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? Isn't that the real question? The answer, thank God, is that Jesus Christ can and does. He acted to set things right in his life of contradictions, where I want to serve God with all my heart and mind, but I am pulled by the influence of sin to do something totally different. Paul explains that we don't have to depend on our own strength in order to measure up. In fact, he says that if we keep going alone on our own strength, then we are doomed to fail. Paul assures us that our success does not lie in our own attempts to satisfy some legal code. Rather, our success lies in God's Spirit at work in our lives, guiding our hearts and minds more and more toward the things of God. It has less to do with our ability to achieve or to climb toward God. Instead, it has everything to do with our willingness to allow God to embrace us and to carry us closer to God's self. Let's pray. Holy and eternal God, give us such trust in your purposes that we measure our lives not by what we have done or failed to do, but by our faithfulness to you. 
Hear this prayer for your love's sake. Amen.